It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, Dennis and Brady, and it's time for another show. Um, we had uh, weather issues uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday. or Wednesday. Yeah, I get my days mixed. When we miss a day, especially in the middle of the week, it screws me up for the rest of the week. So, uh, but we had a ton of games last night, uh, and and some really good stuff happened. And there were a handful of games that actually did get played uh, on uh, Wednesday. So we'll go through all of that. Probably start with the boys this time around. Yeah, it was a big night in boys basketball. Had a couple school records set. Had a, uh, an upset on the road. Had what was the best basketball game I've seen all year long, and. Mixed in there was a couple thrashings. Uh, it, it was a good week for thrilling finishes. Yes, this week, and and we're still not done. Um, and we'll Hopefully talk. Not done. We'll we'll talk about uh, that uh, too. Now nah, we're gonna play. We're gonna play. Keep a positive attitude. Uh, all right, and uh, we'll get it all started in just a moment. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. Upgrade your business with Quality Computer Solutions, your all-in-one IT managed services provider. QCS becomes your IT help desk managing desktops, laptops, servers, phone systems, and more. You manage your business, we handle your technology seamlessly. Already have an IT staff? QCS provides expert staff augmentation for enterprise-level projects. Worried about security? Ensure your data safety with QCS. Call now for a free on-site security assessment or visit us at our website at qcsph.com. Again, that's QCS. SPH.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back with Dennis and Brady, and let's get to uh, boys uh, basketball. Um, and, and there were some great games, and all the games that were played on uh, Wednesday were up in the thumb, so we'll just kind of get to that at the, at the end when we're running through the scores from the thumb. Um, but let's let's start with uh, let's just start in the BWAC because uh, that to me was 
Like the best game of the night. Well, and it was probably the one with the biggest implication, especially with Almont beating Yale. Uh, again, I can't emphasize enough that we were at most five games for any team into the BWAC, and everyone had a loss. And in fact, coming into the go, we knew after last night only two teams were going to have one loss. So the parity is ridiculous right now in the BWAC, um, and Yale and Croslex were matching up, and you know if those two teams are winless, that it's still going to be a big deal and a big game. But they were both atop the BWAC, and it was going to be a huge matchup. And right out the gate, Croslex and Yale, I thought it was going to be a track meet. I mean, it was up and down. I don't think we had our first whistle until three minutes into the game, and it seemed like everyone came out shooting 90% from the floor. Jackson Kohler, I think, had the first 12 for Yale. Croslex was spreading it out, and at the end of the first, it was 15-15, and I'm going, oh, boy, this is going to be a race to, like, 75 because of the 15, I think it was, like, 11-11 four minutes in. It was a fast-paced game. <laughs> And then it slowed down, and Croslex started to figure it out. It was a little more pragmatic. I thought Cody Mativier was playing really well. Uh, Gavin Espinosa would, would make shots when, when he needed. He never went on a scoring flurry. He just add a bucket every now and again. Um, and Max Knoll was playing well also. And they ended up going up nine into the half. And Yale fought back at the end of the third to make it 43-39. Uh, and then Jackson Kohler, I mean, he is, we talk about Braylon France being automatic from the free throw line. Jackson Kohler is the only one I would put above him. He is as automatic as they come. Uh, he was perfect from the line last night, and it was a four-point game going into the fourth. And then Croslex started hitting big shots, and it got to... 55-45 Croslex with a few minutes left, and he went, all right, this game's over. Then Yale would get a bucket to make it eight, and then they'd hit a couple free throws, and Croslex would turn it over, and they turned it over again. And you're going, Yale's got a shot in this. It was 55, uh, I believe 55-50, and, and Yale made another couple free throws to bring it within a, a score. Then it was a one-point game. And Croslex had somebody wide open in the paint to lay it up and in. And the pass was too strong and high. And, and Yale got it back. And Kohler goes right down the floor. And I don't know if it was because he was so automatic and Yale was in the bonus that they didn't want to foul him. Dennis, I showed you the clip. He just walked to the basket. He was wide open to take the lead. Croslex was out of timeouts. They, they inbound it. And Nolan Campbell's bringing it up, and it's it's a chaotic play because there's just about what ten seconds left or so, and Campbell goes up for the layup, and there's a whistle. I'm going, all right, we got some free throws, and then the official emphatically punches the other way for a charge, and Croslex uh, had to foul. The Monarchs split the pair to make it a two-point game, and then a prayer at the buzzer was off. And Yale got a huge, huge win. Finally got over that cross-lex hump and stays in first place in the BWAC. And what gets kind of lost in all of the chaos, and I think you said this at the end of the broadcast last night, uh, and it might have been Gallagher that actually pointed it out to yeah. you, that Yale scored the last 12 points of it the game. It was a 12-0 run for Yale to win the game. Um, because, yeah, you don't really – you didn't notice it because you're on the edge of your seat. But for – for uh, first, I will say, in real time, I didn't know if it was a charge. I will say the official emphatically called it. He did not waver. He made his decision. Don't know if it was a charge. But my counter-argument to Cross-Lex fans, you're up – 10 with about three minutes to go. You have to win that game. You can't let that get into the official's decision. Yeah. Uh, the, but the, that was... The, the shot that you showed of me, uh, too far away to, to tell it. It looked to me like if I'm officiating, the way it looked to me, I, it's probably a no call. Yeah. I probably don't call anything either way. Right. And just let them scramble for the ball and let it play out. But it... 
I'll just say it takes balls of steel to, <laughs> to make that call. The only other time I can remember a call like that happening was I think it was two years ago in a girls' district, yep. and Jade Blanchard got called for one that would have been an and one to take the lead over Marysville, and instead they called the charge, and it was like the fourth time she'd been called for a charge that game. And when I look back on that one on video, it was the right call. This one, yeah, I think no call probably would have been the best way to go. But either way, um, Yale earned the win. Jackson Kohler, listen, we knew he was good. This felt like a coming-of-age game. Like, he, he, I guess for lack of a better term, he leveled up. He became a, a, a stud and... He had scored a lot, but he had always been more of a facilitator, not a pure scorer. And last night, especially at the beginning of the game, he was a pure scorer. Like, he was the guy against Cross Lex. I mean, he dropped 30 in a win against the Pioneers. That's big time. That's a big time performance for a sophomore. And it kind of reminded me of Braylon France last year in the district against Armada, where we knew Braylon France was really good. There was no question about that. But you saw him evolve a bit and, and almost in real time become what we know he can be, reach another level, another plateau of his game. And that's what it felt like Jackson Kohler did. He had 30 of Yale's 57, and Ryan Monarch added 12. And that was about it. Like, Connor Jakubiak didn't have his best night. And they made up for it. Andrew Hubbard added six points. But Monarch only hit a couple of threes. And the rest was really Jackson Kohler. And to go perfect from the free throw line, to, to score the game-winning bucket, it was a big-time performance from a young man in Jackson Kohler. Well, and this is what separates kids and makes the stars the stars is that they can do stuff like this. Like, you know, your 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 good player is going to be consistent and get you, you know, his 12 points, his 14 right. points, whatever it is that he that he scores. But your great player is going to go tonight my team needs me to score and nobody's going to stop me. And to rise to the occasion and the one thing he did is I don't think he forced too much. I mean, obviously throughout a basketball game you're not going to have perfect shot selection. But Sometimes you get in big games and, and young players, especially young, talented players, will try and force things and, and not let it happen organically. And to start off the game, he was on a heater and he knew it and he was burying shots. He hit three threes. And at one point there was one that I'm just like, yeah, you can't say anything defensively. It was a step back three, almost fading away, and he still buried it. I mean, he was electric. Um and he he was the biggest reason why y Yale got the win. I still really like Yale as a team. And there are going to be nights where Ryan Monarch's going to hit five threes and lead them to a win. There's going to be a night where Jakubiak goes 18 and 11 and leads them to a win. But it was Jackson Kohler's night. And it, it was... It just felt like it elevated him, at least in my eyes, to do it against a rival, to do it... I know it was at home... But it was still a, a tough environment to play in. I mean, there's I've seen people, I don't want to say cower, but shrivel up in the big moment. He did not. And it was just, uh, I can't say enough good things about that young man after what I saw last night. And for Cross-Lex, hey, they're still going to be all right. Um, Espinosa had 16. Uh, Mativier, I thought, was... At times, the best player on the floor. He really stood out to me, especially for Croslex. He ended with 13. Noel had nine. You can see the freshmen coming along a bit. And the Pioneers, yeah, they're a step behind in the BWAC. I th they're going to be in this conversation for a while. Yeah, um, and the, the the thing is, is they're looking at it like we should have won the damn game. We were up 10. Right. In Yale, we should have won. Right. You had the, and, I mean, I know Yale shot like 17 more free throws than Croslax, but again, despite all that, you're up 55-45 late in the fourth quarter. I think if you ask Lance Campbell, if you ask any Pioneer fan, you know, disparity be damned, you have to win that game. Yeah. You can't go scoreless for the final three and a half minutes. And it was, I mean, both things can be true. 
Yeah, Yale could have benefited a bit, and you still should have won that game. Yeah, um, and the the teams that were probably cheering hard for Cross-Lex were Emily City and Elmont. Well, it was kind of a double-edged sword because someone's still ahead of you, but yeah, Yale needed that win because if you drop two in a row, now all of a sudden you went from driver's seat to there's four cars in front of us, how are we going to pass them? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, and Emily City got the win they needed uh, against Richmond. Uh, Richmond is sneaky okay. Yeah, uh, you know they're they're not a bad team. Uh, Spartans beat them fifty six to forty six. Didn't see the game, so I don't know like how it was it, pretty close the whole yeah way. how it played out. But uh, again, not like if you're not paying attention, Richmond can beat you. Um, and Emily City was obviously focused, got the win. Uh, Elmont just decided to run and gun because they know that they're going to make more baskets than Algonac, and they won 66-51. to Got it done. And North Branch took care of Armada, 51-31. Giovanni Travis had 10. Robinson added 8. Um, and that leaves just Elmont and Yale are the only ones with one loss. And if I'm correct, I believe Emily City, Croslex, and North Branch all have two now. Yeah. So it feels like we're in the home stretch and we have yet more than half of the BWAC schedule to be played. And there are several landmines waiting to go off still. Well, just look at this. So, okay, Yale is at the top. Their one loss is to Elmont, who now is also at the top. But Cross-Lex, they lost to North Branch. Emily City, they their two losses are to two who we consider two of the top teams. And it feels like right now, outside of Algonac and Armada, because those two teams are either reloading or trying to build it up, anyone can beat anyone on a given night. Like, Dennis, if you get a score back and, oh, Yale lost to North Branch, would you be shocked? If if Croslex loses to, to Richmond, would you be shocked? I mean, it feels like any of those top six beating someone else would be might surprise me, like with Almont and Yale, but I'm not going to go, what in the hell happened? Yeah, and, and the, the other team, and I know they're up at the top right now, and, but, but there's that part of me that keeps going, all right, well, eventually they'll come back down to earth. But I still consider them a landmine because on any night, Almont can go into any gym, shoot the lights out, and beat somebody. And they, you, again, we have to give them their due. They're at the top. They beat one of the big boys to get up there. So Almont is just as much at the dinner table as anyone else. Um, for the title conversation, I think you still have the three of Emily City, Cross, Lex, and Yale and add Almont to the mix. And North Branch and Richmond, I don't think uh, – well, Richmond just lost their third one, so I, they're probably out of the race. I don't think either of those two schools will win the BWAC title, but they're going to have a say in who does. Yeah, um, and, and it, like like you say, especially when you go to their gym, nobody likes going to North Branch and playing them there. Um, and uh, Richmond is the, the same way. You go into that gym some nights, and there's just a bad feeling for the road team. Yeah. And I think the um, one of your favorite cliché sayings – when this league, it's not going to be about who they play. It's going to be about when they play certain yes. teams. Because I'm going to tell you what, not taking anything away from North Branch. They got, hey, it came up aces that they got to play cross-lax the first time when they did. Because the team right now, healthy, is 20 points better than the team they played in December. Yes. Yeah, so the the... There are a lot of things that factor into it, and there's a lot of basketball still to be played, and I think they're just going to keep bumping themselves off. And I've kind of been leaning. I, I like a lot of these teams, but I've kind of been leaning that we're going to have more than one champ this year. I mean, that's just that feels like an inevitability, doesn't yeah. it? Although we thought that last year with the Max Silver and the dust settled and PH was the lone team on the mountaintop. But it took some doing. Uh, that last uh, – Weekend, there were that was fun. That was a there fun were final. Week. Two huge games going on at the same time that the all four teams were still in it, mm-hmm. uh, and if things go a certain way, you've got a, a multiple. T- you've either got one winner, or you got like three teams tying for the championship. Right. Uh, um, 
You want to keep going? Take a break because I think we're going to talk about the Mac for a little bit. Yeah, it's um, your call. We we can we can stop and then we'll reload and uh, and do the Mac games from uh, last night because I'm giving because out there were, of the year t- today. <laughs> there it's there were some won. great games. Uh, I I will uh, say uh, that much about that. Um, there were some absolutely outstanding uh, games and uh, performances, and we'll get to that in a moment. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, let's move into the uh, Mac um, and let's uh, let's start with Marysville because Eric Shunk, you coach love this of the stuff. year. Give him hit the round of applause button. <laughs> I think it's this one. They were a fine <laughs> New York slice last night <laughs> on the best day to be it. Mwah. I just, I just love I just love that they did it on the road. Yes. You, Marysville goes down to Lakeview, gets the their first big win of the year. 56-53 over Lakeview. Dysinger, how about the week or so he's had? Yeah, he's been, he's like been on fire. a game. He's been hitting threes. He has kind of become their, their, their go-to scorer recently. He had 16. Makai Radford had 14. And Cole Horan, back in the lineup, makes a difference, had 13. And the Vikings get a big, big win over Lakeview. Yeah, they, they only scored 56 last night, and that trio had 43 of it. Right. 
It does make a and, difference. And they're playing in that that dungeon of a gym, it, like just old. It feels like you're in someone's unfinished basement. Um, <laughs> you just and, don't like Lakeview. No, but their gym also does suck. <laughs> um, and it's a shorter court, and Lakeview likes to throw every press in the world at them, and usually a team that presses a lot benefits from having less room to maneuver, but that is... Hey, that is a great win for Marysville. They they should be puffing their chest outs a little bit today because that's a win that they haven't gotten in a few years, and that's a place they haven't won in in a long time. So here's the deal, and, and this is why this is like a big win, and both PH and St. Clair should be sending thank you cards to Marysville uh, this morning because when the night started last night in the silver, PH was 5-1. and one. St. Clair was 4-1, and one, and Lakeview was 4-1. and one. Well, both PH and St. Clair got wins, and Lakeview got a second loss. That's why this is such a huge win to the other two teams, right. as well as to Marysville. Because that means Lakeview basically has to sweep PH and St. Clair to have a chance and be perfect the rest of the way, I mean... And I'm not saying that couldn't happen. I'm just saying that would be titanic if it did. Right, because if Lakeview wins this game, then you're saying, all right, if we can just... You can have the triangle where one beats the other mm-hmm. and you end up with a three-way tie. Now Lakeview's a step behind, and, and PH and St. Clair very well could be for the league title. Uh, and they both took uh, care of business, too. St. Clair uh, mopped up Madison 47-19 to 19 to hold teams to 19 points. This is boys' varsity yes. basketball. That's a good effort. It is, and Madison's bad, too. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's com- I get that, but it's still. It's a combo meal. <laughs> like, and I talked about it. St. Clair's defense is kind of their calling card. Like When you have a guy like Franz and guys like Trudeau and, and Nesbitt and just the surrounding cast that you know at – any point it feels like they have four or five guys that if they scored in double figures wouldn't surprise us um but defense is kind of where they win games they just smother teams yeah like their one bad game was new haven and that's when new haven was basically the 97 bulls and couldn't be stopped <laughs> they were scoring a ton Which, by the way did you see they lost again last yeah, night well, eisenhower is not a bad team right but New Haven, the way they were playing at the beginning of the year, you would have thought New Haven was earmarked for like an 18-4 and four season. and it, They're still going to win more than they lose, oh, but I think they've come down to earth a little bit. I mean, they're just scoring so many points. Even in losing last night, they scored 61 points. Anyway, point being, St. Clair, they're pretty good. France had 12, Pennywell had 10, and I think about 95% of those points were scored before halftime. Yeah, and uh, like uh, – Trudeau and uh, McCartney, I think they went for seven and six. So, you know, you know it's spread around. Any of those four could have scored 20 if yeah. some, if they really wanted them to score 20. Yeah. Like, Madison just lost everyone from last year. So, stick it in the silver. Uh, Port Huron and Marine City. At the end of the first quarter, it was 20 to 13 for the Red Hawks. And Marine City scored the first five points of the second quarter to make the score 20-18. to 18. PH called timeout, and out of that timeout, the rest of the game was 51-10 to 10 for the Red Hawks. They just went off. Brady, they're a good basketball team, and I know that Marine City is not a match for them, but PH moved the ball better than I've seen them move the ball this season. They were just playing at a different speed than Marine City was. They they were good last night. They were sharing the basketball. Their ball movement was terrific. Um, Trayvon Thompson only had four points. He was the best player on the floor, and it was by leaps and bounds. He was just everywhere. His defense steals. He rebounds, um, and, he, and he can score more if they need him to, but they didn't. James scored well, like 11 it, in the first quarter and just kind of coasted to a 19-point well, like Thompson game. had 19 in the win over Marysville, so we, we know he's capable of scoring, but there might not be a player in the area that if you just looked at box scores uh, p- compared to watching all their games that you would have a bigger disparity of opinion on than Trayvon Thompson. 
may, maybe a guy like Amir Moreland because I think they fill similar roles for yeah. their teams. Yeah, uh, he and, and he just plays hard. He's a leader. Um, Foy was good last night, 10 points. Jackson Rowe had eight points. I really like the way Jaden Carswell is, is playing for them right now. He had eight points. He's just so... He's just so full of energy. Starting to get a little bit of that seasoning on him and, and more, I guess, to take a Dan Campbell quote, the controlled fury where at times at the beginning of the year he was kind of just all over the place, but you saw the skill, and now it's starting to get more concentrated in certain areas. And, uh, and occasionally they do have to, like, slow him down because he's going is, too fast. I would rather, as a coach, I think every coach out there listening would agree, you'd rather have to reel a guy in then try and push them out there and get them going. But they played twelve guys last night, and eleven of them scored. Um, and they just uh, they moved the basketball around. They had a twenty-five point third quarter. It's a lot of points in a high school basketball. You're, you're talking about in eight minutes. Um, and and they had a twenty point first quarter. I, I mean, their worst quarter was the fourth when it was running time, and they outscored Marine City ten to three. And at that point, um, they had kids that had played in the JV game. In right. the lineup, and they were scoring. They were knocking down shots. Um, and for Marine City, uh, their their core group, I don't dislike, but there just isn't enough there. There just isn't enough depth. When they get guys into foul trouble, there there isn't, you know, somebody who can come in and and fill the role. The second guy isn't as good as the first guy. And in the case when they're playing PH, the first guy isn't as good as the guys that PH has got. And I think the best way to describe Port Huron when they're going well, they're overwhelming. Like the other, yeah, teams, they just they swarm. Yeah, and it it just knocks the other team out of sorts. Now the one problem with that will be down the line when they're playing teams that can match their speed and can match their athleticism, like when they played Northern, gonna have to find a a different approach. But right now in the Max Silver and the rest of their league schedule. They are the most athletic team in the league, and they can use that to their advantage. I mean, there are times, it, like you said, it feels like they're just a bunch of bees out there flying around and pestering and, and getting players off kilter because, man, they, uh, they are fun to watch when they are clicking on all cylinders. And for Marine City, uh, Nathan Beaker was the guy that I thought was their best player last night. He finished with uh, eight points. Vandeviver had uh, eight points. But uh, really, he played a lot of minutes, um, and, and I thought he handled himself uh, pretty well with PH all the fireworks that were going on. <laughs> right. PH loves playing Marine City. They've scored like 74 a game against the Mariners their last three meetings. Well, they got 71 uh, this time. They had 83 in the first meeting. And 70 last year to clinch the Max Silver yeah. outright. So um, that is a lot of points. All right. Uh, the uh, other uh, game that we want to talk about is Northern Gross Point North, 78-67 the Huskies shoot their way to a victory, a record for three-pointers for Northern in this game. Both individual and team. Alex Jamison at 26, he hit eight three-pointers. That's a ton. Well, it's 24 of his 26 points. <laughs> and then being overshadowed was Cam Haru and Caden Cantrell, who I believe each hit four um, in the win. And they had 19 apiece. And as a team, hit 18 three-pointers. Think about that. That's a lot. 18 three-pointers. That's, uh, what, 54 points? Something like that? Yeah. Um, sorry. Cantrell had five threes. Haru had four. Okay. So they – there's get, your – Get it together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's did – they, did they make the rims bigger at Northern? I mean, jeez. And Gross Point North came to play. They still scored 67 points. You hit 18 threes, and you only win by 11. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes when you get into that situation, part of the reason you're getting so many chances like that is because the game's going fast right. and teams are scoring quick. And Oh, by the way, Amir Moreland, 11 assists. Yeah, just having a ho-hum night after scoring the winning bucket earlier in the week in a big win. I mean, Northern has grown and matured as much as we could have ever hoped and dreamed of back in December. 
What, what is this? This is like seven in a row now that they've Let, won. I can uh, double check real quick, but I think the Lincoln yeah, game was their the sixth year. straight win. Um, remember, they got kind of ran by Utica, who um, I by don't the think way, is lost right now. Yeah, their record is twelve and zero. Yeah, they beat Anchor Bay last night. So Utica, uh, that loss is not as bad in hindsight. They started off three and two, so a disastrous start for the Huskies at three and two, and have won seven straight since, including sweeping Gross Point North, including upsetting Warren Lincoln, including taking it to New Haven in the win streak. Uh, they, they beat Saginaw at a holiday showcase. They beat Loy Norix by. 20 at Albion, and that game was over at halftime. These Huskies are pretty damn good, and, and they're growing into their own. Yeah, we knew that they would. Um, it, actually, their season has kind of gone the way I thought it might early on. They had a couple of bumps in the road. Um, I think they were embarrassed by the game at Lincoln, and, and I think that showed well, through the other night when the, the – Come hell or high water, they were going to figure out a way to win that game. Well, you have to think that's a group of kids that, as sophomores, have lost like three games. They lost what one to Ferndale in a showcase that I think Tyler Jamison didn't play in last year. They lost to Dakota in, in the district finals, and half of them were out for it. And that was still a three-point game. And they lost the opener to Utica. This is not a a, a group that was used to getting punched in the mouth. And I, I've loved the response from uh, Northern to do that. And I'm glad that they avoided all the hazards at, at uh, Gross Point North to put up the 78 points. Yeah. All right. Uh, just uh, three other scores, and they were actually from uh, the, the night before. Um, and weird, with all the weather and all the cancellations, uh, it was up in Sandlack County, they got their games in. Apparently the snow wasn't as bad up there. <laughs> Sandusky beat Brown City in a shootout, 70-60. to 60. Harbor Beach over Memphis, 67-26. And Ubley ekes out a 47-43 win over Marlette. Ubley has, every game Ubley plays is like 47-43. to 43. They either win or they lose. Football team has scored more than the basketball team. <laughs> it has, um, to be quite honest about it. All right, uh, girls basketball coming up uh, next. Quality Computer Solutions is an all-inclusive IT managed services provider for large, medium, and small businesses. Let QCS become your business's IT help desk supporting desktops, laptops, phone systems, servers, backups, security, and more. You manage your business, we help you manage your technology. Already have an IT staff? QCS provides staff augmentation to help guide you through enterprise-level projects. Are you concerned about security? Is all of your data properly backed up and protected from cyber attacks and ransomware? Call Quality Computer Solutions at 888-956-6066 for a free on-site security assessment. 888-956-6066. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. 
I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Forest Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. So on uh, on Wednesday, um, I had the the Marysville girls basketball game, and and uh, I got there a little bit later than I normally do, which threw me off to begin with. Um, but no game, right? So then I'm like, well, St. Clair's at home, I can get there. No game. Well, Marine City's at home, I can get there. No game. No game. PH was playing early because they don't have girls JV, so they play at the JV time. So by the time I had gotten to Marysville, they were already well underway. They were probably at halftime. Um, and the only other game was Northern. And had I gone in that direction right from Marysville, I would have made it on time and we could have had that broadcast, but I went in the other direction. And so I ended up not having a game on Wednesday night. But uh, it wasn't from lack of effort. Um, and, uh, there were three games that did get in, including that Port Huron game that I mentioned, and they throttled Eisenhower 51 to 30. And after getting throttled, this is a nice comeback. And you could see that they took out a little bit of angst, uh, on Ike. Yeah. And that's good to see them bounce back. And the real test is tonight. They play Dakota. That's going to be a big one. Go down to Dakota, and this not only can give you confidence to win the league, but this will be a, a, a team that you could possibly see in the postseason. Yeah, um, so for a lot of reasons, I, I think this is a big game, and especially you're going into their place. Yeah. Um, sh- show us that, that you can battle these guys on the road, um, and, and, and a win would be fantastic. But I just think don't don't go down there and have what happened to you the other night. Right, happened to you. No, you you need to on the road pick up pick up. A, I don't even want to say pick up a win, but play with them. Obviously, for the Red Hawk, the Lady Red Hawks, their goal is to win. But if we come back and the score is fifty five fifty, I'm in Dakota one. I'm going all right. They'll get another crack or two at them, and, and they can play with them. Yeah, um, just yeah. Just um, and and if you win, then we're gonna get right back up on the hype train like right. we were uh, before earlier. We'll just in say the week. yeah, it was an aberration. What yeah. happened at South? All right, Utica Ford did uh, beat uh, Northern forty-eight to uh, twenty-three, and and again, just have to reiterate, Northern's missing a lot right now. Yes, um, and finding ways to replace the people who are out, you you just can't do it. You just can't do it. Uh, Anchor Baby Utica 62-35 rounding out the girls' scores from Wednesday. Last night, um, only one game in the BWAC. Almont uh, knocked off uh, Algonac. 53-21 was the uh, final score in that one. There's kind of a battle going on uh, in the GTC East. We haven't talked about uh, that league a lot this year, Brady. But Sandusky, Sandusky, and they just keep doing it. They beat Memphis 44-18 to last night. Helena Long had 10 points. Grace Gibord having a great season, had 8 points. Caroline Rinke had 7 points and 7 steals. And Adelaide Kaufman had 6 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 blocks. Uh, and that's just what Sandusky does. They don't wow you. You're not like going, oh, Sandusky put 70 or 80 points up. That's not the way they do it. 
They smother teams and hold them under 25 points routinely. Routinely. Um, but uh, Beach is their one blemish, and, and Beach had to fight to get by Marlette last night, 44-39. Yeah. Marlette's been pretty good, and that was actually a pretty big game up in the thumb. Yeah. And Beach comes away with the win. I think Beach is now 10-1 and overall, and they're in first place in the East because they have not lost yet. Yeah, uh, and they got Sandusky the first time around, so that'll be a big game when, when those two teams get together again. Uh, and Brown City got a win over KPAC, uh, 47-22 to last night. And how about those Dryden basketball teams? Boys and girls, they just keep winning. Dryden girls 54, Peck 35. So another win uh, there. Uh, and two in a row for Cardinal Mooney. They beat Bloomfield Hills uh, Frankel uh, 50 to 28 last night. So the uh, late after a two and six start, Lady Cardinals have got it back up to four and six. Mentioned it earlier, but tonight there's a couple big games. The one MAC one that obviously we're looking at is PH going down to Dakota. Yeah, and. Huge game, probably more so for PH than it is for Dakota. For Dakota, they probably woke up this morning and went, uh, gee, we have a game tonight. I hope we play. <laughs> right. I mean, they're 9-2. and two. They lost to Canton. I'm assuming they're good. They actually lost last night to, or two nights ago to Gross Point North. Who are pretty good. Right. And that's who PH beat. So, again... Don't use the transitive property for more than just a, a guideline. And that guideline tells me these two teams are in the same arena. Yeah, I think all three teams are in right. the same. Because um, it, it's like a lot of the leagues this year where there, there's multiple good teams and who can, who can survive the gauntlet. But that loss for Dakota kind of makes up for PH's loss to Gross Point South. Like that at least – puts them back on an even surface, and they all have three losses or one loss now, the top three teams do, in the MAC red. And this game becomes even that much more important. Yeah. That's still – I know. That one's nice? going to bug me for a little while because be, it would be nice to be the undefeated team going into tonight. Assuming teams are still playing because the roads were kind of slick getting in here um, – Northern's at Lakeview, Marysville at Chip Valley, Marine City's going to beat Clawson on the road. Yes. BWAC play, Armada's at North Branch. Um, I'm, I'm expecting uh, again, Armada to get that win, yeah. but it's kind of the conditions for a, a funky game where North Branch could smother them and win 27-25 because it took Armada five hours to get there and it's a cold <laughs> winter's day and i think armada's getting out of school early and it just has a formula for some well and i saw north branch last week they they've still got some players um they don't they're not as deep as they were the last year obviously but they still got uh three or four kids that were on last year's team that are contributors that contributed last year and obviously are their go-to players this year. So n not easy. Do I think Armada is overall the better team? I do, and I expect them to, to go and, and figure it out, but that'll be a battle that shouldn't be an easy game. Well, I think you'll have some Tiger fans at that game. Maybe have one earbud in listening to you because you're back out at Yale, and it's Crosslex Yale, ladies' edition, and it has just as much intrigue. Yeah, and these are two teams that uh, I have bought a lot of stock in. Um, and uh, Barr is coming off a big uh, game, but Crosslex has a couple of bigs. Uh, I really like the way Isabella Edwards has played uh, this year for them. Um, it, it, this this is an interesting matchup. Um, how does Crosslex handle Sadie Dykstra? How does Yale handle you know the fact that Crosslex? uses a couple of different players to, to get their points. So this should be a fun matchup. These are two good basketball teams. And the other thing about these two teams, they're coached very well. Yes, it'll be. I actually think this is probably a low-scoring game, that this is a race to 35. See, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting because it's kind of a clash of styles. Crosslex has some very nice players, but they don't have a superstar. They don't have the the oh you got to go see her play. They just and they have depth. They can go to the bench. Where Yale only has what eight or nine kids dressed on any given night, 
And but you, you have to see Sadie Dykstra right. play. And, and you know if you focus on her, there's Alyssa Barr. And if there's not Alyssa Barr, all right, Kimberly Martin's a pretty darn good basketball player that is relegated to a third role. But I think any coach in the area would take a Kimberly Martin on their team. Yeah, and the other player that we don't talk about enough because she's never going to score 20 points in a game or anything like that. But Keskis does the little things. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not going to fill up the stat sheet, but she's going to defend and she's going to do her job. Um, and, and that's that's a player that deserves a few more thumbs up for what she gives to that team. Going to be a fun one, and I hope they bring the same environment they had uh, last night with the boys because that student section, I mean, Yale's bleachers are big. I mean, they're probably, what, 20 rows of bleachers, maybe a little less. The student section was all the way up to, like, the second or third to highest row. They, they brought the noise. That's good. I will give them, I will give the Bulldogs all the credit in the world. They showed up, and obviously the Croslex fans made the trip over. They love their Pioneer basketball. Yes, they do. Uh, and both those teams, like, um, on both sides now, uh, Yale boys and girls and Croslex boys and girls, it's strong right now. Yes, it is. It's real strong right now. You also have a Saturday game. Also have a Saturday game. Uh, PH will go to Cardinal Mooney uh, to to take on uh, Mooney, and we'll we'll see. Like PH is just so fun to watch, um, and this is contrasting styles. Unless Mooney just decides the heck with it, let's run and have some fun today. I just don't think that's a good strategy against PH. <laughs> no, a 3 o'clock tip between PH and Mooney. Dennis, you'll be down there for that one. Yep. Um, and then we'll be back Monday, and we will have, uh, hopefully, as long as not everything doesn't get canceled tonight and we actually have a show Monday, we'll have our, our boys draft on Monday. So, okay. Dennis, you got to avoid it for an extra week. Yeah, it's still not going to help me any. Uh, I want to throw in that Wednesday, uh, PH Unified lost uh, on the road at Utica. 10-1 to 1 was the final, and that one for the only hockey game that was played in the last couple of days. All right? All right, sounds good. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.